self-care and care for others through a really great sensual and sexual experience. We want that genuine and authentic essential oil. And that should smell complex, just like a human being is. To another episode, I have with me today Amy Anthony, who is an aromatherapy educator and practitioner of NYC Aromatica, which is exciting to me because I I miss my days of living in New York City. Not that I would go back, but it's <laughs> nice to connect with New Yorkers. <laughs> so yeah, we are talking about setting the mood for sensuality today, and. I thought it would be fun before we go into that to just hear a little bit about how you got into aromatherapy. What, what called to you about it? What was your path? That's a big one. Melanie, thanks for having me. Um, So back in the day, I didn't realize this would be my path, but I was a plant person. I did not grow up in New York City. I was compelled to be in New York City, but I always was gardening when I was little. I was in junior college, Western New York, and I had a garden uh, and I had an herb garden. It was part of me. I moved to New York. I was ungrounded. I realized living on a fourth floor walk up, I literally realized I missed my feet being on the ground. Fast forward, I was in corporate America, did all that, and I was miserable the whole time. And I was able to quit my job, and I, the aromatherapy found me. I just found essential oils, and I found a workshop, and I became obsessed. I couldn't tell you back then why I was obsessed. And then I decided I need to become certified. Back then, I couldn't tell you why. And I found there was a school on... <laughs> East 13th Street in the East Village, 10 minutes from my apartment that offered aromatherapy certification. So I went for it. And then I fell into teaching and coming up with course content. And who knew? But what I realized, and I want to share with you and your lovely audience, is that I realized that aromatherapy, specifically we work with essential oils, they are a way for us to be with nature when we can't be with nature. I'm holding up patchouli to, uh, in front of me. Like this essential oil works on our nervous systems and it's, it's this reaction, this information we get. So back then I couldn't tell you that, but now that I've thought about it since 2012, <laughs> you know, I, it's, it's a way to connect. And that's my story. I love that. <laughs> I love the idea of connecting with nature when we can't be around nature. I've been having that conversation with myself a lot lately about access to nature and how much time I spend in nature versus not. And I read a statistic that said that we spend 90% of our time indoors. And to be fair, some of that is sleeping. I get that. But (laughs) modern human beings spend, the average modern human being spends 90% of their time indoors. And I believe that's referring to kind of folks living in Western culture style countries, but still it's striking statistic. And there's something 
there's something you just said about it that had me realize that there's a way to connect to scents of flowers and plants, like you're saying, in a more mindful way than I think that I have in the past. So yeah, I think that the, the connection to nature without being in nature, like that, that feels powerful to me. And, um, I think there's a lot of different directions to go with aromatherapy, but we're sort of focusing on sensuality today. And curious, you know, you have taught at the museum of sex, you are an experienced practitioner. And, and so I'm curious if you could just quickly give us the de- the distinction between sensuality and sexuality, because I think sometimes they get conflated. Yeah. And I, I love, I love the work you're doing because I think that a lot of us even think about our sexual health. We think about the, the nuts and bolts and parts and bits, right? And when we work with aromatherapy, we're working in the sensual world. So our sense of smell realizing it goes deeper. This has these oils work us on us in a physiological way. And that's, we could get into that, but we're working with savoring that moment of smelling and taking the time to smell or smell your food, um, enjoy the taste of food, enjoy seeing nature. So it's living through the senses and with the senses. And therefore when you notice and take time to notice that richness uh, and depth we get deeper and we can get more in tune with ourselves, with nature, with the whole, you know, we can get woo-woo here, you know, the spirit around us, the spirit of the earth and just the beauty of life. And that makes you more sensual. <laughs> I like what you said of living through the senses with the senses. And yeah. it does feel a bit like sexuality in the way that we use it in the West feels a bit limited. So I think exactly like what you said, when I think of sexuality, I think of genitalia. Yeah. One of the first things I think of, and instead of the rapture of silk sheets or, you know, the taste of raspberries and chocolate or the feel of even just having someone play with your hair is a very sensual experience. It doesn't have to be a sexual experience. And you mentioned physiology, which I think is important because the way things impact us on a conscious level is not always the way that they impact us on an unconscious level. So mm-hmm. for example, you can correct me here because I'm probably wrong, but I've heard that sense of citrus, so lemon, orange, that kind of thing mm-hmm. can help boost up humans' spirits, like help mm-hmm hope or vitality or, um, awakeness or aliveness, or just as a, as, as an, if someone's feeling really down, right. It's a yep. scent to help you feel a little bit more up. And that's not because you're thinking about it. It's, 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 it's happening on a physiological level. So yeah, I'm curious if you can say a little bit about, you know, the sense that you would choose around sensuality in, in terms of say connecting with yourself on a sensual level or a lover on a sensual level, you know, what are the scents that would be great for that and why? So this is a really fun topic and I do want to really stress when we're talking about the essential oils, we're talking like, I love to use the word aromas and start to think about the, mo- the molecules because I want, uh, 
I want us to re- like really embrace that we're smelling this stuff and it's going into our bodies, into our bloodstream. Our liver has to process them. And these dock on receptor sites. So many of the molecules that we're talking about that are in essential oils are um, thankfully being explored more because of the cannabinoids now in CBD. Those molecules are also in essential oils. So thankfully there's more research being done. But we're working with acetylcholine receptors, dopamine receptors, GABA receptors when we are inhaling these. So when I'm smelling a mandarin or a lemon, you know, citrus, I might have a happy memory that I smell. It makes me think of vacation in like Puerto Rico and I smile. That changes your mood, right? But are also working on those receptors. So it's like a, a multi-layered, multivalent thing happening with aromatherapy, um, so I hope I answered your question there. I, 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 that's a bit of a soapbox for me. <laughs> well, it sounds like oh. part of what I'm hearing is that we are hardwired around scent and aroma, not just yeah. our personal experience, but on a physiological level, human beings have certain receptors yeah. and some scents hit us in different ways. Um, I was reading something about... Um, birds, raptors specifically, so falcons, peregrine falcons, and other birds, starlings and other birds. And there's uh, there's something called bird abatement, meaning if there's a bird infestation, there are falconers who will come in with birds of prey, and all they have to do is release the bird of prey, and the bird of prey goes way up, and it circles. And as soon as the starlings see the shadow see, see the imprint of the bird in the sky, they scatter. So it's, it's hardwired. They've never seen a falcon before, but in the DNA of their, you know, I don't know if it's literal DNA, but in their species, survival has been predicated upon getting away from birds of prey. And so they, they have a physiological response to that shadow. And I think what I've heard is that, you know, citrus is, we, when we are smelling citrus, we are being fed most of the time physiologically and we're around mature fruit trees, you know, in nature. And there's something uplifting about being around food, you know, human beings for centuries have been hunter gatherers and gathering was in part fruit and nuts in different Mm -hmm. areas. So there's a, that's what I heard. in what you said was that there's the memories you have of a certain scent, which is mm-hmm. unique to your disposition. And then there mm-hmm. are wider collective truths about aromas that can affect us on a body-based level. And I like that idea of molecules that are actually coming yep. into our bloodstreams. They're actually being integrated into us. Yep. And, um, and I think that the part we can come back to is what are the scents that you kind of quote unquote recommend for sensuality? Because again, I think that the implication in our culture of sensuality is related to sexuality. So if I'm connecting with my partner or if I'm doing a solo sexual practice of some kind, connecting to my sensuality, sexuality, what are some scents that support that? Mm -hmm. So definitely. And to piggyback off what you were saying, Many of these sensual and sexual essential oils come from 
um, seeds. So like cardamom is one we can turn to, black pepper for a little bit of excitement. Um, and then I have a few, I want to share many of them. But of course there's flowers and flowers represent sexuality for the plant. Like come get me bee, come pollinate me, help me get pollinated. And um, I just want to take this opportunity. I'm adamant about this. Um, I wish I could see more men of any any type. I don't care if you're cis or trans or bi. bi. We need more men working with essential oils. And um, plants are for everybody. Essential oils are for everybody. And flowers are for men, goddammit. So when I work with these essential oils, rose is gorgeous for self-love, self-care, loving the other, for opening that, that center in yourself. Um, the flowers work with our heart chakras, undoubtedly. When I work with them, I, often, I always feel them there. Of course, they work on other areas. Jasmine, Elan Elan, which is called poor, man jazz, poor man's jasmine, um, there, those are some, like some really amazing ones for supporting that, like chilling out receptivity. And this is when I teach classes and talk about this is we want to enhance receptivity and that, um, you know, the, not the go, go, but the slow, slow, the parasympathetic nervous system. Also patchouli, when I work with that, and I was smelling that before when we were talking together, um, patchouli helps you kind of remember to get into your hips. It reminds you you have a body. It helps you sink in. And what a better way to be, and get intimate with yourself and others and to be not, not necessarily loving. I loved a word, but to get that just I'm sinking in. I feel good. I'm ready. I'm receptive. Vetiver is another one. You'll see that in so many colognes and perfumes. Uh, and that's not aromatherapy, by the way. Um, uh, there's a few, there's a bunch of others I want to touch on uh, later, I think. But I mentioned some, he- some key ones um, already for just that sinking in and letting go. Yeah. I love that you talked about cardamom. That is mm. definitely a scent that I have. Um, returned to, or if it's on a menu, I'm drawn to, it feels like I want to go there. And my experience of it is earthy. It's a little earthy. It's a little spicy. It's a little dark. And I don't mean dark in a bad way, but dark Mm -hmm. in a, yeah. In an earthy way, when you think of deep, rich, loamy soil, it's dark, it's dark. It's a dark color. It feels rich, you know, it's, it feels like that to me. And you also mentioned black pepper. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I, I think it's, it's interesting because I really like that idea of using things that help us slow down, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to sex or sensuality, because so much of my sex research shows that what women want more than anything, women who have sex with men is more slow, more slowness, more taking your time, going slow, slowing down the touch, but also slowing down the pace of the whole encounter, just slowing down. So it feels Mm -hmm. like aromas that can help us 
get that into our bodies, right? Into yeah. the cells of our body of, right, we're slowing down now. This is yeah. a time to slow down, not to check more things off of my to-do list. Because yeah. <laughs> I think there's a way that our culture moves so quickly all the time that it can take a little bit of, it takes some time to really drop in with yeah. a partner or even with yourself. Honestly, if you're doing a self-pleasure practice, it's easy to be like, all right, I've got 20 minutes, you know, got to get this yeah. done versus <laughs> slowing down, putting on a diffuser, you know, yeah. being a little bit mindful about what we're actually up to in this. So I will drop some of those essential oils into the show notes. So if you're listening on the road, you can rest assured those will be in the show notes. Um, And then the other one that I really, uh, really heard was rose, the scent of rose, the aroma of rose. And um, roses have been, I feel like a symbol of, of opening and complexity and Mm -hmm. and I'm not talking about just people in female bodies, but the feminine in many cultures across the world. And that, that scent, you know, you mentioned it does, it does do something to me. I can't explain it to you, but I do feel like, yeah, wow, that's true. Rose, Rose is a thing. It's a thing. And it's such a special scent that is quite rare in my experience nowadays to, to get a rose that smells like a rose that it's actually like, yeah, an essential oil is probably a better idea because the roses now don't really smell like roses unless they're in very specific gardens. Yeah. Good. I just want to, uh, there's so much to share, but I do want to make a, a point to share with, uh, your listeners that when we work with the genuine essential oils, we, our body likes them in quotes synthetics can be really irritating. So make sure for the context of what we're talking about for supporting that self-care and care for others through a really great sensual and sexual experience, we want that genuine and authentic essential oil. And that should smell complex, just like a human being is, right? So a genuine and authentic essential oil has many chemical components. And when you go to a store and buy like rose massage oil, you probably aren't getting something with rose essential oil because that's really expensive. Um, I was just going to say, I'm curious if you can share a little bit about how to use these. So for example, if you have car, if you get cardamom essential oil and you get rose essential oil, my understanding is you can get a diffuser so you can diffuse Mm -hmm. it and you can, you can bring in the aroma and the scent into a room or a space through a diffuser, Mm -hmm. but you can also, dilute it. I don't know Mm -hmm. if dilute is the best word, but put in a carrier oil like Mm -hmm. coconut oil and -hmm. you can use it as a massage oil. So if you did get rose, you don't have to get, you don't have to buy massage oil that's rose, high quality massage oil that's rose scented. You can get, you know, can you, yeah. Can you take over a little bit of how to, to yeah. So two, many things to do. So I do want to share that, um, by the way, cardamom, rose, and patchouli together are just heaven. And this is when you work with an aromatherapist, we can make a custom blend for you and that's stuff like that. But yes, when you work with essential oils, one of the coolest things to do is literally you have the bottle and you just smell from it. This is for yourself. You could put one drop in a cotton pad. Maybe it's a blend 
And trust me, if you're with that oil or that blend for three minutes, you likely will notice a change in your disposition. I see it all the time with myself, with clients, and I see it in workshops uh, all the time. So just smelling from the bottle or on a cotton pad, special occasions, one drop of like rose on your palms, doing direct palm inhalation where you cup your hands over your face and just do nice breaths for, again, one to three minutes. Something happens there, okay? Not just two seconds. You need to take the time and be sensual like we've been talking about. Um, but you must dilute oils. These are very concentrated. So like you said, we could use a diffuser. Um, I have lots of tips and free classes and stuff on my website, by the way, for like diffusing essential oils. You could put a few drops, like three drops in a ultrasonic or water diffuser to set the mood. You keep that on a timer for like 20 minutes. That's all you need. More than that could become really irritating to your nervous system. A massage oil could be lovely. Um, we should be oiling our bodies every day for skin health, <laughs> but that's a whole nother topic. But you can make like a one or two ounce bottle of massage oil, like sesame is really penetrating, almond, if you choose a coconut oil. And you could do like 30 drops of essential oil into two ounces of your carrier and you could do one drop of rose. She's an expensive lady. That's all you need to. And, you know, you could just kind of blend an oil. But, you know, like 25 to 30 drops in two ounces is more than enough. So those are three ways to work with the oils. Um, but I love, for your audience and your work you do, the body oil is so nice to do. And then that smelling directly. Yeah. And I think that's a good... Like right into just having that as part of the mood, setting the mood, you know, like, let's talk about self-pleasure for a minute. If, yeah. if I'm wanting to connect to my body, let's say I'm a woman or a person with a vulva and I mm -hmm. want to be working with a yoni egg, mm -hmm. I think a yoni egg is a perfect example of, you can't just stick it up there. <laughs> You have to take the time. You have to take yes. the time. And so coconut oil is antibacterial and antimicrobial. And um, I really like it as a, as a way of connecting with my body. And so having this around, right, having rose or cardamom or black pepper or, I don't know, patchouli, like you said, mm -hmm. part of the fun for me of essential oils is how am I feeling today? What do I want to connect with today and having that choice? And then, mm -hmm. like you said, you know, just because 20 to 30 drops in two ounces, that's a good amount of massage oil. Mm -hmm. You know, it's going to last you for a little while. Yeah. But if you imagine sort of like I'm taking the time, I'm getting my oil, I'm setting myself up, I'm going to put some on my skin. It changes the tone of the encounter yeah. versus I'm going to watch some porn and get off and, and, or, or like, I'm just going to get off before I go to bed so that I can sleep you know, mm -hmm. as a sleep aid, which there's nothing wrong with that. But there, no, is, there's not. there is space for having some sensuality that this can help with. And I really mm -hmm. liked what you said about two to three minutes, yeah. two to three minutes longer than you think. And it reminds me a lot of the way that we hug in the West, right? We hug for like maybe a beat, 
But if you want all the benefits of oxytocin release, it's got to be seven breaths, seven breaths, which is way longer than is socially acceptable in our culture. So you can only really do it with friends or lovers, but that's much longer. You know, two to three minutes is not just, I sniffed it, right? And then I put it away. I sniffed it and I put it away. And I will tell you that when I went to Burning Man, one of the tips that I got was, bring essential oils and specifically peppermint and put it in your mask. And I can't tell you what a difference that made for my burn because going out of my camp, it's just this, the scent of peppermint in my, in my system was like uplifting. And it it just sort of set the tone for like, we're riding out onto the playa and it smells beautiful. (laughs) Like not something I would have thought. But yeah, it was perfect. And I think a good example of it, it gave me good vibes in an environment that was very challenging. And I, I'm I'm curious if you've had any personal experiences like that of these kind of helping your life in a practical way. Very much so. Thanks for sharing that. Um, I do have to share this that peppermint is like a go-go. And when I've mistakenly diffused it during yoga practice. I get bubbly and and that's not my persona that the normal Amy. So I think it's, it, it, it's an upper, but um, I have worked with for myself. You'll, I, I love this one. When I was first blending and really getting into the aromatherapy practice, I made an oil. I could find the formula that I remember had Elan Elan in it. So I mentioned that oil before. Elan Elan is very languid. Like that's its personality. It's just like you just want to drape yourself over a couch and have someone feed you grapes, you know? And I remember I had it in an oil and I was wearing it like, you know, a body oil. So I like might put on my arms and my chest and then I go out for the day. After about three days, I realized walking around New York, like, I don't give a fuck. I'm not irritated. So I called it my, I don't give a fuck blend. And I'm saying that three days, and this is important. When you work with that aromatherapy, it's more than that three seconds. Like we're saying, it's that one minute to three minutes. Give yourself that three minutes. When you're applying this and working with a product, use it daily. Don't expect fast results. Like you'll notice a shift and it's sneaky. It's give yourself that two to three days of consistent use. And then you might stop using it, just knowing how you want to feel. I have one more very personal thing I want to share. I live in New York. We had to have a commercial space under us. And there was major construction. It was terrible. Uh, There was a a lawsuit starting to happen with our building. And I was very angry. Um, And I made myself a blend with St. John's wort oil, neroli. And I could look up the formula. And one thing I love to do is you make the rollerballs you know, like the little roller balls. And I like to roll on my jawline. And I made this blend and every day I'd put it on myself along my jawline as I was leaving my apartment. And after about three days, I noticed I didn't feel as angry. And this isn't ma- massive usage every day. I might've put that roller ball on twice a day, just a little bit, one, two, three, massage in. That's a great so it's, story. That's a Thank great, you. It's, that's a great story. It's very, per, very personal. Like I have, can't tell you how angry I was. Um, yeah. And, it's and not, it really helped me. Yeah, It's not magic. It's not like you weren't angry at all, but taking that tone down a little bit 
or amping something up within you that you want to grow, which is Mm -hmm. kind of my next question. I would Mm -hmm. say the vast majority of our clients are working on self-love. It's something they've been working on for a long time. And I'm curious, is there a scent? Rose is what comes to mind for me, but is there a scent that you would recommend in that way of sort of having a rollerball or having something that you're mindfully putting on every day mm-hmm. with the intention of, you know, help me with self-love. Like I want to love myself. I want to feel that sense of love. Oh, so this is the fun part is as an aromatherapist, I'm already a blend for you. There's some core oils and then we would enhance that because that's my training, which I appreciate. But Geranium pelargonium graviolens is the Latin name, or pelargonium aspirum um, is the geranium you're thinking of. Like you think about the red flowers, but this is rose geranium. That has similar chemical composition to rose, but it's less expensive. I would turn to rose. Geranium's just known to be balancing on the mood. I think I had that in my I don't give a fuck blend. Um, Palmarosa is another one I find to be incredibly. Settling to the solar plexus, self-acceptance, palmarosa, symbopogon, martinii. So we talk about the Latin names because when you buy oils, you want the Latin name. You want to know it's genuine and authentic. Um, But that's related to lemongrass. Um, So those are three rose, the rose geranium and palmarosa, all kind of rosy, by the way. Um, Some of the chamomiles I would turn to for nurturing, self-acceptance. And then if you don't want to smell rosy, you can blend with the cardamom, maybe the black pepper. So we would blend something to suit your needs and something you want to work with. Because if you if you go to a website and you could buy a pre-made blend, what if you hate the way it smells? Are you going to want to put that on your body? And right? you're not, you're not going to use it. <laughs> I guess yeah. it's an experience. <laughs> yeah. So those, again, those, I have all these oils. Um, we could go different ways. Like I have benzoin with me, Styrex benzoin. It's a resin. So we can work with like that kind of deep resin. Um, so when and- you're working with a client, you're, you're sort of attuning to what they're looking for. Yes. And when you, are you, I'm just curious, do you do zoom sessions? How do you work? How do you work with people if they can't smell it in your presence? So thanks for asking that. Cause it's challenging. You can't beat being in person and seeing them smell and watch them change. Um, I have a background in court in the corporate America. I was a market researcher. So surveys, focus groups, that's type of thing. So I've created surveys, questionnaires. We talk, we talk about what's what's going on. So maybe it's it is anxiety and some self-acceptance. I as a professional kind of already know some of the plants that align with that. And then we'll talk about where do you like to go on vacation? Like where would you like to be? What emotions would you like to feel? So we'll kind of not kind of, we will talk about that through some of my, you know, like I have some surveys, but it's informal. Like I don't have you checking off boxes. Right, <laughs> yeah. right. I have my my cast of characters I choose from, and then I help tailor it to you, to your needs, hopefully. And then in yeah. terms of, you know, sensuality, let's say that you are a man and you are going on a date and you want to bring her back to your place, you bring her back to your place. Are there, are there scents that are like, 
this is basically a love potion. I mean, I know this is a silly question, but I know people will be curious. Are there, are there aphrodisiac scents? So the ones that I already mentioned, those are the, the go-tos. I didn't mention some of that, the spicy ones. So, and they play off each other. So cinnamon, um, I wouldn't do the bark because don't ever put that on your skin. Don't go into mucosal membranes like like cinnamon and the vagina. No, thank you. <laughs> or clove. But you can bring a little heat. Like ginger is known to be like an adaptogenic thing. I have fresh ginger here from India, which is so gorgeous. Um, you could blend the heat with the flowers. So... Um, let me just see. Depending on your mood. So you can't go wrong with patchouli. Don't buy a cheap one. That's the thing. Many people are used to cheap, bad smelling patchouli, but a greatest tit. So like patchouli and rose and the cardamom is nice. I have oils in front of me. Elon, Elon. Ooh. <laughs> And Black Spruce, Um, I just want to give a shout out to uh, our men out there that are looking for like a just, because I know this is about sensuality and you want, we're not going to get into testosterone levels and stuff, but if you turn to the conifer trees, those could be very fortifying for men and women, but thinking about prostate health, energy, and also when we're smelling the conifers, you're helping your nervous system. So Black spruce is one that has some research behind it to help with calming down, but maybe you might find that smells a little too bathroom-like because people think of like pine saw, which is not good. It's very personal. So I'm smelling black pepper, ginger, and a little black spruce right there. Mm. And the thing is I would blend that and I would let it sit for a few days so it turns into something more complex and round. And do you, I know you mentioned, you know, not necessarily going to uh, pre-made blends, but I am curious if you yourself have blends that you sort of recommend that are already done. Cause I think some people might be like, oh my gosh, I don't know if I'm ready to buy a whole essential oil and mix myself. It feels a little intimidating. Do you recommend some blends to start? I do. So I don't recommend any particular vendors or people that sell essential oils because I remain independent. But before our conversation, I was looking at a website and just to see like um, there's a place, it's a big, this is a big name, Aromatics International. They have a sexual blend there. And guess what? It has Elon Elon in it. Elon Elon's cheaper than Jasmine. Um, So I just shared a lot of the oils I just shared are what many aromatherapists would go to. And then we would make a blend. So I'm just going to like, I mentioned a cinnamon briefly, ginger, black pepper. Uh, Let's see. I mentioned the black spruce. Sandalwood, be careful, folks, because it's over harvested. It's now being grown in Australia. It's a great, beautiful sensual oil, but like the Indian government regulates it. It's incredibly over harvested. Um, So be careful when you're buying sandalwood. That's why I didn't mention it until Mm now. Um, Vetiver and patchouli. uh, I mentioned the benzoin. Elon, Elon, Jasmine, Rose. Those are kind of the greatest hits. So look for blends with those in them. Look for a description in like the notes section. Yeah. And if you're you're lucky, go to your local health food store 
Many places have like the now brand, which I think is fine. And you can maybe smell a sample. So get familiar with these things. And there are also, I would say, a lot of small businesses on Etsy with people Mm -hmm. who are passionate about essential oils and really into this and very conscious and aware of sourcing. So I am a big supporter of Etsy and the small businesses. I like the idea of all of us supporting each other's small businesses as a way of doing life. But I think there's, um, there's a lot of value in just experimenting. You know, it doesn't need to be the biggest deal in the world, but just testing out a few and just seeing what you're drawn to. Like I said, for me, I feel a pull towards cardamom. I feel like, oh, I want to be over there. Like that feels really good. And I notice when I am in in the presence of high quality rose scents, that, mm-hmm. that that also does something to my nervous system. So yes. it doesn't have to be perfect. This can be an experiment. You know, you don't have to become an aromatherapy expert yourself to yes. just try some of this out. And I, I really kind of want to reiterate that thing about, for example, just the intention of, I want to love myself more. I'm, I'm setting the intention of self-love. I'm yeah. going to get a rollerball with scent and put it on, you know, every day for at least three days, see how I feel. Yeah. There's power in that. There's power in the combination of our consciousness and our intention. And then physical things in the world like this, what we're talking about, sense, something I can actually physically put on or, you know, take into my body, like you said, the molecules and just allowing that sense of receptivity, because I I really like that as a a correlate to sensuality. Receptivity Mm -hmm. feels very related to sensuality to me. And I think that there's a lot of stress on sort of the feminine being receptive, you know, even physiologically for, uh, you know, penis in the vagina sex, which is not all sex, but there's a receptivity quality to it. And I can tell you from my sex research that part of what is enjoyable about a man who's present in his body is that he is receptive too during sex that I can, when I can feel him enjoying what's happening, I feel happier. I feel more connected to him. And what I find is that even in sexual places, men are often still in their head and that is not as sexy and doesn't feel as receptive. There's something about the man who's able to be really present in his body during sex. That is such a turn on. And that is that has nothing to do with his physical appearance. It's yeah. not about his, you know, whether he has six pack abs, it's, are you really here with me? And are you able to kind of take in what's happening? Are you enjoying my body? Like, are you enjoying me? And there's, yeah, just, I love that you said that sense of receptivity and it feels like that's part of this, this world, right? If, if you're, you've got a diffuser, you're kind of receiving Mm-hmm. The air. You're receiving the air, you're receiving the molecules, you're receiving yep. something from, from the nature that's in these little tiny bottles. Yes. I love it. And the, the thing too, is like, it's taking that time to slow down. So when you feel good, you could feel great around the woman you're with. And like you said, you feed off of each other's energy. 
So if you are setting the mood with the diffuser or privately having your rollerball through the day that you use once or twice a day, it's totally private and that smell goes away. Most people you'll get complimented on how you smell, by the way. Um, it's because you're working with naturals and not synthetics. Uh, it's, it's uh, God damn it. It's, it's a gift. This is a gift you're giving yourself and to your partner. But like you said, and this is your message, right? It's self-love. It's acknowledging you and your needs and loving your body and working with vetiver and patchouli and rose to be like, yeah, this feels, I feel relaxed. This is okay. There's something nurturing that I think has been missing. <clears throat> I would say at least in a lot of the men that I work with, a sense of nurturing is mm. often missing in, in their lives, whether that started in childhood or not. But I think that because of the patriarchy, a lot of men aren't allowed to be, to feel all their feelings. And that yeah. creates this kind of rigid structure. They're only allowed to be like this or say this or feel this or look like this. And there's a lot of rigidity there. That's mm-hmm. often not even, you, you don't even consciously realize how much tension you're holding. And so this practice of having something that's nurturing, you know, something that struck me from what you said was more men need to use flowers, more men need to be connected to flowers. And I, that's part of what I got from that was the nurturing quality of the divine feminine of the earth of mama Gaia coming yeah. through these plants and flowers and saying, you're held, you're okay. You're loved. You're okay. There's yeah. something sacred about that because that, that quality feels missing m- many times in our culture. So this could be a way of bringing it back. You just brought to mind something that I think is important that we tell ourselves, like you belong here. I belong here. You know, we're here. And when you work with the oils, I want to, um, I got to share a blend with you. I just had a workshop last week at a, at a corporation. I do corporate workshops too. And um, I did a guided meditation and one of the audience members said, I did a three, like three minute guided meditation. I write a lot of these things. And she said, I didn't realize how much tension I was carrying in my face. And all we were doing was smelling an oil. <laughs> quotes but For it's a couple yeah. minutes right not just a scent but slowing Correct. down smelling the oil yeah mm-hmm. giving yourself that time to do that three minutes where, wherever it is and you don't have to go you know you just take normal breaths you don't you're not huffing it you just take flower. normal breath the flower. <laughs> yeah but yeah okay. you just breathe normally get those molecules in and remember you are working with they're touching your GABA receptors. When we smell, we have set, we have receptors all over our body, just not in our nose. That's the thing. We're talking, we're talking about terpenes here, you know. But I digress. This is just um I have to share this blend with you because it includes some of these oils. But yeah, uh, I like yeah, it's, of an I of an I belong blend. I really yeah. like that because I do think that deep sense of belonging is part of what's missing in our culture. And we kind of have to seek it out, whereas it used to be trained into us in many, many, many ways. And that's Melanie. We train ourselves. You in the beginning said 90% of our time is spent indoors. Yes, I'm sleeping. So we're coming full circle because like we need nature. 
right? And we need to belong. And if we're so if we're isolating ourselves, I do it too, behind my computer, on my phone. If I'm isolating myself, I'm not getting that connection I need. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So how do we get out of our 90% you know, of our time? And how mm-hmm. do we make these connections? I really like that idea of the I belong as an intention and infusing yeah. that into, into a blend of some kind. So how can people find you and your work and any other tips in terms of setting the mood for sensuality? Uh, well, thank you. So, well, first setting the mood for sensuality, like it doesn't, it's, it's that gift of that, that three minutes that, that, which makes you take that time just connecting with these oils better yet make a tea not everyone's into herbal teas but um i often have people drink rose infusion and chamomile maybe cardamom and rose and others but taking that time going outside being sensual look up at the sky i live in your in i live near union square here in manhattan and i make a point to always look up to look at the trees to to remember i connect to f- see what phase the moon is today. Um, and it helps me realize it's just not about me, right? Because I think that's what a lot of us get obsessed with ourselves and our lives. Um, but because it's all about the plants, right? So plants are for everyone. So the oils help us because they're portable. I could be on the go. I could work with them that way. So that's my message. Um, find me. I have a lot of free uh, like educational writing on my website. So if you want to hear about Elan Elan, um, which is spelled Y-L-A-N-G, Y-L-A-N-G. Uh, that's the common name. But if I write about these things, I give um, some ideas for blending. I have free classes. If you're interested in a custom session with me, more than willing, happy to do that because that's what I do. Uh, so find me at nycaromatica.com, also on Instagram. Um, but yeah, I just want to share, I think, I hope it came through that this to me is about connecting. And that was part of my path was how can I get back to nature and how do I connect when maybe I can't because I'm always inside. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it feels like this is a, one of the accessible ways to keep, to maintain connection to nature in yeah. a world don't live, live in it. And I, I would echo that about the portability because I, I brought that peppermint oil with me in my little tiny fanny pack at Burning Man. So I would reapply it every once in a while when I was out. It's just, it's very, it's very portable. And so even if mm-hmm. let's say you're kind of more of a down person, right? You sort of feel down a lot and you're going to work with citrus, then mm-hmm. having it in the the backpack that you carry or the purse that you carry and just, just smelling it throughout yep. the day, you know, it's like, it doesn't need to be you don't need to be perfect at any of this. And so I really no. like that mantra. Plants yeah. are for everyone. Plants are yeah, for that's, everyone. Plants are for everybody. And it's like, I belong here. And the more I can connect with plants, the more I connect with nature, and the more I remember that the earth supports me and that I belong here. Oh, that's a perfect place to wrap. I belong here. So mm-hmm. whoever you are, wherever you are, remember that you belong here. Hey guys, I mentioned my sex research a few times during this episode and just wanted to remind you that I actually have a streaming course available based on my sex research called Please Her in Bed, A 
A Course for Men Designed by Women. You can find that on my website, melaniecurtain.com, under courses. And if you use promo code DEARMEN, that's all one word, DEARMEN, you will get the course dropped from $97 to $69.